You know, as you look back and you reflect on 2021, what do you see? What is it that grabs your attention? Do you look in the mirror and see someone that's ugly? Do you see someone that's rejected, dejected? Do you see someone as a failure, someone that's dirty? Do you, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Do you feel stepped on, stepped over, or stomped on by this world and the things of the world? This new year, what if even in your worst day, you saw something different in the mirror? On the worst day, what if you took flight and you began to see what God wants you to see, that you began to see glory from glory. You began to see the image of God. Welcome 2022, Happy New Year, and welcome promisers and guests, all of our campuses. Who's fired up to be in the house of God? Man, we love you. We are so excited for what God is gonna do in you and through you this year and us. Can I just tell you, we have, no matter when you're listening or where you're listening to this message, we have faith to believe that this is gonna be the greatest year you and we have ever experienced. Come on, guess right, we're gonna believe it, believe it. You say, but pastor, I don't know my circumstance. It being an incredible year is not based on your circumstance, it's based on the character of God. And we serve a God of the blessing, of favor, that God that wants to do incredible things. And so you gotta, you gotta join with our faith, because what a lot of us fall into is what I call destination disease. We're gonna be happy when. We're gonna, we're gonna be happy when we get out of high school. We're gonna be happy when we go to college, when we graduate. We're gonna be happy when we get a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. We're gonna be happy when we get married, or we're gonna be happy when we get divorced. We're gonna be happy when we start our profession. We're gonna be happy when we retire. We're gonna be happy when we get kids. Do you get them? And then we're gonna be happy when they move. Come on. See, I want you to understand destination disease is part of this world, and it's always the joys in the future, and it's always circumstantial. That is not the people of God. I'm looking for revival this year. I'm looking for God to transform us to a whole nother level of walk with him. Regardless of COVID, regardless of whatever storm that it costs the world or America, no matter what's going on, no matter what the Supreme Court says this coming week, no matter what, God is gonna do an incredible work. Now, I may sound like a broken record and that's all right because some of us need to hear it. So let me ask you a couple questions that we get ready for this or we're in this new year. Is your personal growth plan done? Come on, if it's not, it's in the back of this book. If you're new, I write a book for us every year around the theme for the year and in the back is a personal growth plan. If you don't know what that is, just go back, fill it out, give that to accountability partner. Do you have your word for 2022? That area that you want transformation, my word is God awed, A-W-E-D, awed. I wanna live in awe of God. Not in what he's done for me, just who he is. Because I believe that we don't see God as big as God is. He's the mysterium tremendum. He is the, he is the lavish, incredible creator of the universe which has limitless power. And I want to live in his presence. Are you with me? Aware every day that I'm walking in the fog of God, man, that it's just his glory is pouring over. 
And so I want to challenge you. Are you in a small group? Are you ready? Now, we're going to sort of climb in the cocoon for this four weeks and set the, set the pace for the year and build a foundation for our theme. So I, I couldn't get it down to one verse. I'm sorry, my wife said, Chris, you got to get it to one verse. I said, I can't do it. So we have two key verses for this year. Romans 12, 1 and 2, which is absolute, probably one of my top five verses in the Bible. Therefore, I urge you, Paul said, I'm begging you. I'm begging you, brethren, Christians, but by the mercies of God. Has God been good? And because God is so good and his mercy is so incredible, I'm begging you to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And then here's the key. All right, if you're ready, say I'm ready. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do I renew it? By getting with God every day in your growth plan. Come on, somebody. By getting in the 21 days of prayer, fasting with us right now. By having a word, by, by walking these things that God has given us. The renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And, and I was working on this series probably two months ago and God gave me this thought. The world presses us into a mold while God's process transformed us into his image. The world has a press and God has a process. Choose which one you're gonna, that you're gonna submit to. Now what I have here is a really little press. They make presses that fill a room. They make presses of all kinds. They make them pneumatic, electric, or like this, that's just manual. And so this press will put 2,000 pounds of pressure right there. And it's gonna change the image of whatever you put in there. If you put your finger in there, I'm gonna, I'm going to change, I'm gonna conform it to flatness, not roundness. Are you with me? 2,000 pounds of pressure. That's what, and so that's what, that's what Romans says, do not be conformed, literally, do not be pressed into a mold of this world. That's what the scripture says. And so what we need to realize is that we are all in this world and there is pressure that is far greater than one ton. To, I mean, it is a multi-ton press around us at all times that is trying to force us into the mold of the world, not the mold of the word. And so you get to, as a believer, those of you that are believers, some of you are not yet and you're with us, we're thrilled you're here. But you get to choose which image. You can choose the press of the world or you can choose the process of God. Let me just give you a few ways that the world presses us. If you're ready, say I'm ready. Peer pressure. I used to think peer pressure was just for teenagers till I became an adult. It's always there, isn't it? Peer pressure never lets up. Let's use COVID for an example. COVID divided the world into vaccinated and non-vaccinated. I've got a friend who's one of our Israeli guides who was over here a couple months ago. We took her to dinner and she said, in Israel, if you are non-vaccinated, they call you an assassin. See, the world is pressing us when it's bold and it's dividing us. Are, are y'all with me? It's pressing us. Let me give you another one. Where, how you dress, are you gonna choose faith or are you gonna choose fashion? Now, we were on the beach last week 
And man, all I could do is say, turn your eyes upon Jesus. There were more butts on that beach than I've ever seen. I'm telling you, there's more cotton in an aspirin bottle than what those women were wearing on that beach. And they wore these string thongs and the, the strings were gone. They'd been devoured by two hemispheres walking down the beach. It was horrible. I'm just turn your eyes, turn your eyes, turn your eyes on Jesus, come on. Rachel, my daughter-in-law said by the time her daughter JL is a teenager, they'll just all be naked. Let's be naked. It was ridiculous. Are you gonna choose ladies, faith, or the world's fashion? Don't advertise. Come on, dads, what are you letting your girls walk out wearing? And while we're talking about young adults and teenagers, can I tell you, with the world, let me tell you, oppress the world. Come on, listen. You gotta have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Gotta have it. Man, we're pressed. Gotta have it. If I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, there's something wrong with me. I gotta have it or what will people think about me? And then so we gotta have it so we settle for less than God's best. Come on, ladies. Start dating some peckerhead. Come on, guys, selling for less. Listen, you're gonna limit your life when you marry poorly. And you're gonna marry somebody that you date. Are y'all with me? Don't settle. You don't have to fall in the mold of the world. Don't listen. Don't let the world press you. Paul said, I wish everybody's like me. I'm single. I'm a Pharisee. My family left me when I got saved. Are y'all with is, is it, Can you hear me? We good? Anyway, in giving, am I gonna give this year and obey God or am I gonna fall prey to the desire to acquire more? Am I gonna be faithful to the house of God or am I gonna miss 26 or 30 weekends because I gotta do everything the world says I gotta do to be happy? I was listening to a talk show the other day and the, and the guy said, I don't understand why politics has become so important and I thought, that is so easy. A generation or two ago in America, we believed there was a God and we put our hope in God but because we have ejected God from the game, listen, the, we gotta have hope in something, so we've ejected God, our hope's now in politics. And if your hope is in Donald Trump or Joe Biden, it's gonna suck to be you. My soul, two old white guys in their 80s, come on. Listen, don't bow to the God of politics. Don't bow to the God of entertainment. I love they put, they put movie stars on and ask them what they think about political issues. Who cares? Who cares what paid liars think? They act. Come on. Don't bow to the God of sports. Men, some of you more, know more stats about UT than you know the scripture. You know who's gonna quarterback next year. You know if we got a four or five star recruiting team. Nothing wrong with knowing some of that. But when you know more about your athletic events than you know about the word of God, let me tell you, you've limited your life. We bow to the God of sports. We bow to the God of success. 
We work, many of us that work 60, 70, 80 hours a week, why? I gotta be successful. I gotta have a bigger house. I gotta have more. People are watching. I gotta, and the world is pressing us into its mold. We're losing our marriages. We're losing our kids. They're being consumed by the world, why? Because we are letting the world press us into its stinking mold, rebuke the press of the world and get into the process of God's transformation. That's what I'm trying to say. Cars, clothes, houses, all a part of the press. It's not too late. You can get out of the press, you get in the process of God. This year, we're gonna take flight in transformation. Matter of fact, it's already happening. It's been happening, but God's gonna take it to a whole nother level. Check out this story of one of our, one of our God Behind Bars, Faith Promise campuses of this story. My name is Varick Osgood. I'm a child of God. I've been redeemed, saved, and sanctified. But I wasn't always that way. I was raised here in Blount County, Tennessee, and just like most kids, I uh, lived a country life and a, a lost life. But eventually, those choices led me to prison. Prison, some say, was the worst thing that could have happened to me, but I know better. I have a list of over 35 friends and colleagues that aren't here today. That's what could have been the worst thing. I could have died in my sins. In 2016, at Bledsoe County Correctional Facility, we were introduced to a brand new ministry coming into this area. It was called God Behind Bars. And in prison in this type of area, as you can imagine, all the ministries are very traditional. God Behind Bars is anything but traditional. They welcomed us with open arms and with the theory of it's okay not to be okay. That was the first time we really heard that. Over the period of time, God Behind Bars and the ministry team that came in with them started making a huge difference. There were men sitting together that would never otherwise sit together. There's men singing together and worshiping together that they would never be seen outside of those services together. And I knew then that there was something different. They loved us before we even loved ourselves. Today, it's a different world. Most people, most families, if not in their family, know someone incarcerated. And that person's important to somebody. I'm important to somebody. I have a family, I have a mom and dad, I have a daughter, I have a grandson, I have sisters. And I guarantee you that they thank you for your support. And I'm just one representing many, many, many. Faith Promise, thank you so much for your generosity. You're making a huge difference, not in just my life, but in so many others. My name is Varick Osgood. I'm a child of God. I've been redeemed, saved, and sanctified. Come on. Woo! Hey, pray for Pastor Lisa Cole, who leads all of our God by Bars campuses and all of our volunteers. A lot of sick ladies at, our, at, our, at the female side of Bledsoe. They've invited us in. So we've got a campus for the ladies' side. And so just pray for them as God moves in an incredible way. Now, again, this year, our theme is transformation. Every year we have one. And every year we have a phrase that we use through the year. So let's see how many of you remember this. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. What God calls you, calls you out. Who's all in? All in favor, say. And this year, the hand that holds you, molds you. The hand that holds you, this year. 
God's going to transform every aspect of your life that you open up to him. Your marriage, your family, your business, your, your health, your ministry, your finances, and the most important, your walk with God every day. This year, we're going to sort of new heights. Isaiah 40, 31, those that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall gain new strength. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. This year, we're gonna learn to wait on God. We're gonna learn to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why if you've not been to Freedom Conference, if you've done the Freedom uh, Small Group Curriculum, but you've not been to Freedom Conference, you can sign up after this service. You can do it online or information. Don't miss it, because it's part of the transformation process. Our second verse, again, I couldn't, I couldn't get it down to one. These were so good, is 2 Corinthians. By the way, that's 2 Corinthians, not 1 Corinthians. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to get a copy of the Transformation book and get with the program because you should already know it's 2 Corinthians chapter 3. But we all, how many of us? Quit believing it's for other people and not you. We all, are you with me? If you're born again, this is for you. We all. Now, I want you to realize something. Many of the books in the New Testament are letters to churches. They're epistles. They're letters. Corinthian was the junkiest, crummiest, most sinful church in the entire New Testament. Paul is writing his letter saying, kick this guy out. He's sleeping with his, with his father. I mean, with, with his father's wife, got all his sin going on. Paul is consistently rebuking these Corinthians. And yet in the middle of that, you know what he says? But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, what are we beholding? The glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. Now, the word transformed, the Greek word is metamorpho. We get our word metamorphosism. And the definition, the biblical definition is to change into another form, to transform or to transfigure. Before salvation, those of you that are believers, before salvation, it was the work of the Holy Spirit to convict you of sin and you're separated from God. Once you repented, Turn to God by faith and are saved. The Holy Spirit's work now becomes transformation. After salvation, it is transformation. Transformed into what, Pastor? I'm so glad you asked because it's what not just this month but this year's about into the same image because we're beholding Jesus. We're being transformed in the same image from glory to glory. And it is that from the Lord, the Spirit. I've read the New Testament so many times, 100 plus times, and said, God, we're missing it. We're falling short. We're not living this life that I'm reading about. Why are we missing it? Can I tell you, it is God's desire, the revealed word of God for all of us to walk in the glory of the Lord. How many believe that? Anybody believe that with me? It's God's will for you. Now, that's what we call a plot golf clap, which many of you don't believe this is for you. And if you don't believe this is for you, you're going to miss it and you're gonna live substandard of what God has for you. Are you with me? See, part of worship is beholding. We are beholding Jesus. We're, we're, it, it, I mean, we're just focused. We're riveted as in a mirror, gazing. I love Moses. 
Because Moses never got enough of God. And I'm just a pig. I want more of God. Are you with me? I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. I don't care. Man, I want it all. I'm not limiting God in anything in my life. God, I'm surrendering to all. I want it all. Moses is on the mountain hanging out with God, and Moses said, listen, God, I know you've done so much, but I've got one more thing. Could I just see your face just for a second, just for a minute? And God said, dude, man, it would kill you. It would kill you. would be dead meat right here on the mountain. No, you can't see me, but i tell you what I'll do. I'm going to put you right over here in this crevice, this crack in this in this cliff, and I'm going to cover you up. I'm going to walk by, and I'm going to let you see where I was. Not me, where I was. God walks by, removes his hand, and the glory is following him. So Moses doesn't see God. He just sees the glory around God. His hair turns white. His face begins to beam. Are you with me? His face is transformed. It says in Psalms, man, with with, with radiant faces. Man, he didn't even know it. He's just with God. That's my word. My, my, my word is God awed. I just want to ever, I don't want to wake up in his presence. I want to walk in his presence. I want to bask in his presence. I want to experience him all day, every day. Are you with me? I want to be transformed. Jesus takes his three favorite disciples. Yes, he had favorites. He took Peter, James, and John to the mountain of Metamorpho, the mountain of transfiguration. They see Jesus, he is transformed, he is metamorphosed into, by the way, his pre-incarnate state. I saw a recent survey of young adult Christians that over half believed that Jesus started at Christmas. Wrong. He is the second person of the Trinity. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's always been. He always will be. Are you with me? And so he goes back. You don't believe it? Read read that. Read the Mount of Transfiguration and then go read the book of Revelation and see how the revelation that, that, that John has of Jesus is the same. And so he is metamorphosed right in front of him. That's our word for this year, metamorphosed. We are gonna be transformed. And the greatest illustration last year when I was writing this book, a year ago, was a caterpillar turning into a what? A butterfly. That's metamorphosism. That caterpillar becomes something else. It is transformed into another image. It is transfigured. The caterpillar and the worm are not the same. At a glance, it may look like a fuzzy worm. But there's a difference because there's potential in the caterpillar to grow wings and soar to the sky. That's why you've got to see the potential God placed in you. That is what God wants to do with you. See, we, and worms never become anything. They stay grounded in the dirt. What a caterpillar is a worm that grows wings and soars into the sky. You ever wondered if the caterpillar is afraid of the cocoon? You ever wondered, what's caterpillar think as it begins to weave and becomes lost in the cocoon? Because this is what I wonder. Don't you listen up. Don't miss this. This is from God. Why are you fighting the process to be transformed? Why are you fighting it? Why don't you have a growth plan? Why don't you have a word? Why aren't you in the word everywhere? Why don't you read the Bible reading plan with me? Are you just going to succumb to the press of the world? Please, and don't miss what God has for you. 
It's incredible. It's incredible. Why fight the hand that wants to mold you? The hand that wants to give you wings to take you to new heights and a new life and a new purpose and a new passion. When the process is complete, I think the butterfly likes his view better than the view the caterpillar had. So what's it going to be? You're going to crawl in the dirt? Be pressed? Let the world just cram you and make you in its mold? See, when you reflect and you project into 2022, what do you see? What do you see? I see God transforming you. I see God molding you. I see God taking you where you're at and giving you wings to fly to another level. I see miracles. I see provision. I see the glory of God reflected on your face. I see that God's got an incredible, supernatural walk for you. You can be transformed. Just put your faith and your life in the hands of the creator. Step out by faith. Come on, get a growth plan. Begin to step into the process because it's either going to be the press or the process. You get you, There's not another choice. It's one of the two. Man, join us on the 21-day fast. Get in a group. Get your kids to one conference. You got students, get them to one conference. Well, they said they didn't want to go. You make them go to school or do you let them not go to school and they don't want to? No, you make them go. You think if my kids were still teenagers, thank God they're not. You think, uh, oh, Dad, we don't want to go to one conference. No. It's, don't, they don't get a choice. Are you with me? Let's help give them wings. Pick up a devotional. See, when you're saved, your life is exchanged. And exchanged lives are changed lives. I'm subscribing to Jesus for another year. I'm going to be transformed to a higher level this year. I'm going to have wings this year. I'm going to soar this year. We're going to see revival this year. We're going to see miracles this year. That mountain God's going to move this year. He's going to take you to a whole nother level. If you will join in our faith and believe and join, come on somebody. God, we're looking to you, Father. You are the God that can. You're the God that's able. God, open our eyes to the mysterious tremendum, to the awe. Let us be awed as we see where you where you were. As we look back and we see your hand of favorite work, God, we're looking to the future and we know it's gonna be brighter and better. And so God, we're looking, we're looking for you to move, transform us, give us wings, let us soar, flood us with the Holy Spirit, set people free, save people, God, deliver people, God, and let us walk in the victory that Jesus bought on the cross. In his name we pray. And all God's people said, come on, give him a shout of praise in the house.